The question of whether or not you can play video games in moderation is one of the most common problems we get asked at Game Quitters. People post on our forum, on social media, and on the Stop Gaming subreddit about it almost daily. But why is it such a big deal? Surely if you wanted to play games in moderation, then you can just do it. And the people who want to quit gaming cold turkey can just do that instead. The reality is, however, that things are rarely so simple. In this episode of Gaming the System, we're going to be discussing what it means to play in moderation, why someone would want to do it, whether it's even possible in the first place, and finally, if you do want to game in moderation, how can you go about doing it? Let's get started. So the first thing I want to talk about is what does gaming in moderation look like? So I'll preface this by saying that although Game Quitters has a large focus on, as you guessed it, quitting video games, we understand that not everyone has the same goals. Some people just don't want to quit 100% cold turkey and take gaming completely out of their life, and that's okay. For some people, I think having a healthy balance of gaming in their lives is perfectly fine, and for others, it's almost impossible to do. So while we do focus mostly on quitting gaming completely, we still try to provide as much information and value as we can to those people who are struggling to make gaming a healthy part of their everyday life. There's a few things that I would consider necessary if you want to game responsibly. Healthy hours, so you're not playing 40 plus hours a week. I think a healthy, well, I think a healthy number of hours depends on how you do it. Because you could play 15 hours one day and then none the rest of the week. And you could argue that you only play 15 hours a week. But how detrimental is that one day filled with gaming going to be? So I think if you play an hour or two at a time, a few days a week, maybe on the weekends as well. I mean, it depends on the person. You can reasonably argue that that is gaming in moderation. But this is provided... You don't ignore your other responsibilities like work and chores or studying if you're a student or neglecting your relationships because obviously if you're putting gaming before everything else, you should probably rethink your relationship to gaming and whether gaming moderation is something that you can actually do because at the end of the day, it's all about balancing work and play or rather your personal life and all the the important things that are going on with gaming. Because, let's be honest, gaming isn't important. Uh, (laughs) You don't really gain anything from it. You don't have any noticeable benefits from playing. I mean, sure, people can argue that you'll get better reflexes and it will be great for stress relief, all these things. But that should primarily be what gaming is for, as... A way to de-stress and relax and just have a few hours of the weekend to yourself and enjoy it. It shouldn't be something for you to escape from your problems and let all the negative things build up. Only for you to experience myriad problems later on because you couldn't stop playing video games at the expense of your health, your relationships and your sleep. So that's healthy moderation, at least in my opinion. I mean, you might think something different if you do, or if you want to say something about 
this or have any questions throughout the podcast, don't forget you can email me, uh, james at gamequitters.com. I'll answer your questions maybe on the podcast. Uh, I can do an episode of guest questions or something like that. I think it would be quite interesting, so let me know. But that being said, why do people want to play in moderation? It goes back to what I said earlier. Gaming is enjoyable. Let's be honest. It's, it is a fun if if I could play in moderation, I'd happily do it. There are plenty of games that I'd love to just spend a couple of hours on here and there, and I'd love to watch my favorite YouTubers or streamers, and for those people that it's possible to do so, I'm almost envious, because for me it's just not possible to play in moderation, and that's pretty much what this all boils down to. It's up to personal preference. Some people can, some people can't. If you've tried to quit gaming in the past, you probably already know whether you're able to play in moderation. People try it, they quit for 90 days, they try to bring back gaming into their lives, they were perhaps really productive before, they had a great social life and built plenty of skills and hobbies, and then they try to bring gaming back in slowly, and before they know it, they're playing 40 hours a week, neglecting everything, skipping out on school, and everything starting to take a turn for the worse. I mean, this is something I tried a few months ago. I was in one of the most productive periods of my life. I was incredibly healthy, happy. I could focus on my work for hours every day. I was getting so much done, and I thought that would be a perfect opportunity for me to (laughs) reintroduce games back into my life. If you haven't already, you can listen to the podcast episode I did about uh, my relapse after not playing video games for eight months and learn more about what happened. But basically the first week of playing, I managed to cut it down to about five hours a week, I believe. And the week after that ended with me playing 12 to 14 hours a day. But yeah, it's up to you. It's something you can experiment with. Just be warned that if you do try to bring gaming back into your life after not playing for so long, it could have pretty drastic effects later on. It could take even longer for you to get back into the old habits you had, the healthy habits, the productivity, and all that good stuff. When you have something like a relapse, or a pretty serious relapse anyway, it can really mess with your your motivation to want to be better, to want to improve yourself, to grow, and to focus on the things that matter to you. And so just be warned if you do try to experiment with gaming in moderation, that that is a possible effect that could happen. But surely people have succeeded in the past, otherwise I wouldn't be making this episode. So what can you do if you do want to play in moderation? You've decided that you want to game for a few hours, here and there, and you want to bring it back into your life, how do you go about doing it? Firstly, it's important to understand why people struggle to play in moderation, and why it's difficult for you to make it a healthy habit. And to do that, we need to look at what needs in your life gaming is fulfilling, and address them, as well as looking into things like habit building and discipline. So every human being has basic needs that they need to fulfil. And from our experience and our research, we've discovered that gaming fulfills four specific needs. And these are the needs for social connection, 
the need for growth, the need for challenge, and the need to escape. All of these are perfectly normal and things that every every human being has to fulfill in their lives to some extent or another, and some more than others for different people. But gaming is extremely good at doing all of these, which is why it's so difficult to get rid of. It's For some people, it's impossible. They're drawn back into it constantly. Over and over again, they try to escape the clutches of video games and they just fail repeatedly. And usually this is because when people quit gaming, they don't make an effort to fulfill these needs in other aspects of their lives. They don't learn new skills that will meet these requirements for them. Instead of trying to challenge themselves, they'll shrink away and watch YouTube videos. Instead of trying to connect with people socially, they'll just use social media instead and scroll through Reddit or Facebook or whatever else it is. So you need to look at the reasons why you're playing video games specifically. For me, it was an escape. It was a place that I could hide from my problems and my difficulties. And whenever I had stress or work build up too much and it got overwhelming, I would escape into video games and just get lost for hours. Because when you're inside the game, inside that virtual world, you're in control. You're powerful. And there's no such thing as failure. You can die and lose progress or whatever else, but you don't actually lose anything of value, just time. And so you get to do what you want. You get to build things how you want. You get to shape the world to your perfect view. Whereas in reality, things are challenging. Things are supposed to be hard and you're supposed to struggle and face difficulties and hurdles that you have to overcome. But to be able to do that and to be able to have the, the the motivation to build these new habits and these new hobbies and replace those needs with other activities, you first need to build discipline. Now, discipline is something I've talked about extensively on the podcast and in articles and social media and everything else. But building habits all comes down to discipline, which... Unfortunately, there's no easy way to do it. The only way you can build discipline, think of it like a muscle, is through hard work. You have to start small, build up every single day, constantly challenge yourself and do whatever you can to resist instant gratification. How many times have you been slightly bored or (laughs) need something to do and you pull out your phone just to play a game or scroll social media or watch a YouTube video or something else, that's giving into instant gratification. We have an article on instant gratification, which I'll put a link to in the show notes. So make sure you go and check that out if you want to learn more about instant gratification. But building discipline ultimately starts with this thing called a habit loop. So a habit loop is comprised of three things. It's a trigger an action, and a reward. So a trigger might be that you're feeling bored. The action is that you pull out your phone to open up Instagram. And the reward is the hit of dopamine you're getting in your brain from seeing likes and comments and seeing other pictures. 
or whatever else it is that you're doing. So how does this come into discipline? Well, what you need to do is get to the point where you can interrupt yourself between the trigger and the action stage. So if you notice yourself going back to a bad habit, for example, one thing I've had recently since quitting gaming again is that I'd find myself scrolling to YouTube and typing my old favorite YouTuber into the search box. It's an extremely fine line between me clicking search and going through their videos, which could ultimately lead me back to their Twitch channel, making me have more cravings for games and putting off work and eventually lead back to playing video games. Or I could type in the name and then close the tab and get back to whatever I was doing. And while this can be extremely difficult to start with, you'll have so many times where you'll find yourself getting triggered by something. You'll find yourself triggering the action unintentionally and indulging in whatever thing you were going to do. Eventually, over time, if you force yourself to build that awareness and to get into the habit of doing it, you'll notice a huge effect across every other area of your life. As I said before, this is the key to building discipline. And it'll help you immensely if you're trying to build new habits, which is something that everyone who quits gaming or tries to game in moderation, they need to have healthy habits in their life. But if you've done a lifetime of video games and not much else, it can be incredibly hard. And chances are you don't have a lot of discipline. Some people will have more than others. You'll be better at doing it, whereas some people will struggle a lot more. But building this discipline is what will get you to create these healthy habits and allow you to play in moderation. One thing you can do to help with this is to get rid of social media, YouTube, Twitch, and cut down in general on smartphone use. Look up something called dopamine fasting. I'll put a good link to it in the description as well, which you can check out. And basically, that's about taking a detox from like technology and is a great way to almost recharge or re-energize your your self-discipline. Lastly, if you are considering playing in moderation, I'd recommend not doing so until you've at least taken 30 days off gaming at the minimum, preferably 90 days, to allow your brain to go back to a normal level of stimulation because that's why gaming is so powerful as an instant gratification tool and as a way to destroy your discipline and your willpower is because it's hyper-stimulating. There's nothing else that I can think of anyway that can do everything that gaming does or provide as much reward and stimulation as gaming does. And over time, the more you game, the more your brain gets used to this level of dopamine. And so it will automatically want to go back to that that thing that's providing it with a huge hit of emotions and happiness and energy. And that's what will cause your cravings for games. It's because your brain is so used to that level of stimulation that everything else feels boring. And that's what makes it so hard after you quit gaming to learn new hobbies and build habits and build discipline because the entire time that you're doing so, your brain is craving that fix. 
It just wants to go back to video games and it will do everything it can to get you to go back, which is why you have to resist. Every time you get the craving, you have to stop yourself in that habit loop. You you have to stop yourself indulging in this instant gratification because if you keep giving in and keep allowing yourself to get distracted and get out your phone and do mindless activities and browsing is only going to harm you in the long run. And if gaming in moderation is something you want to do and you can't even moderate your phone use or your internet use or your technology use, whatever else it is that's causing you problems, then how do you expect to do with gaming? Something that's even more stimulating, even more enjoyable. That's actively enjoyable, even. Because I don't, I don't think there's anything really enjoyable about getting your phone out and going on Instagram or Twitter. You might see a couple of funny things, but comparing it to gaming, it's like a whole nother level. So I'd recommend taking time off at least a month. Check out gamecritters.com forward slash detox if you want to learn more about 90 day detox of gaming it's an incredibly helpful resource that so many people have gone through and found so much success in their lives as a result of quitting gaming and even if you don't want to quit forever i think it's still necessary to do for all the reasons we mentioned earlier and once you've done all this you've identified your you've identified some habit loops in your life so the triggers that you need to prevent, you've created a few habits that you want to build up and track every day, you've taken time off gaming and detox from your phone or reset your brain to healthy levels of stimulation, then you're ready to have a go at making gaming a healthy hobby. And ultimately you just have to give it a go. And it might sound like a stupid idea, but you can't know how it'll affect you gaming that is unless you try doing it in moderation i tried it multiple times i realized i can't do it so now i have to stay away and by allowing myself to try gaming moderation to make the best effort possible and by doing so i learned a lot about myself i built a lot of self-awareness surrounding my triggers my fears my motivations behind why i'm gaming And it was a very powerful exercise. At the time, it was something I genuinely wanted to do. And this is something I would only recommend for people to do if they genuinely want to keep gaming as a healthy, moderated habit. If you struggle with gaming addiction, either minor or severe, you should probably abstain completely from doing it. Doing an experiment like this could have some big consequences on your life if you decide to indulge in video games again. And I know it's something I mentioned earlier, but I want to reinforce that point. If you know that you can't moderate gaming, just don't do it. Don't let yourself go down that rabbit hole again, that cycle of falling back into gaming because you know where it leads, you know where it ends up, and you just have to do everything you can to prevent yourself from getting there. Just don't. It's not worth it. This is only for people who want to moderate it. If you've never tried to moderate it before and you want to, Just give it a go, experiment, see what happens, and just understand that things might not turn out how you want to, and ultimately it's dependent on how much effort you put in, whether you can force yourself to remain disciplined or build that discipline in the first place, and keep away from excessive gaming, put your responsibilities first, 
and all of the other things um, which I'm going to get into in a minute. I'll finish up with some advice, uh, key tips that I think will help you a lot. But unless you can do all of that, then I'd recommend just staying away from gaming and trying to do what you can to avoid it completely. But if you're committed and you want to do it, make it a healthy habit. I've got a list of things that I can that I recommend you try out. Maybe they'll make things a little easier for you, provided you have the discipline to enforce them and stick to them, because without that, it'll be worthless, and you'll just end up going back to gaming excessively and wonder why everything <laughs> turned on its head. I've done it before. I've blamed everything else but myself. The first thing on the list is to block certain websites and apps. Uh, we'll have a video coming out about this next week on the YouTube channel, Game Quitters, about the best website blockers and app blockers for desktop and mobile. Um, but I recommend Freedom. Or if you want something incredibly strict, Cold Turkey. These are paid applications, although they do have a free version. But yeah, if you block things like YouTube, Twitch, social media, especially Reddit, um, that, makes, that makes it impossible for you to get back to it in the first place. Anything you can think of that might trigger you, like Discord, the Steam homepage, even like Google News will recommend you game-related articles. And if you still want to indulge in YouTube, I recommend downloading the um, distraction-free YouTube extension, I think it's called. If you just search that into Google, should come up. You can block trending tab, like just get rid of it completely. You can get rid of trending, get rid of recommendations, get rid of all the recommended videos and autoplay and everything that keeps you on YouTube for ages. And it's a really powerful tool. So now when I go on YouTube, I only watch subscriptions. Uh, but obviously that requires a level of discipline for me not to install or not to uninstall the extension from Chrome, which is obviously easy to do. The next thing you need to do is have strict curfews on when you can play. This will work better for some people than others, but if you tell yourself you can only play from 7 till 9 on a few days a week, and the rest of the time you have to do other things, whether it's other activities like going to meet friends, or learning instruments, or doing different skills, reading books, it'll force you to use your time more effectively and not only will you be more productive but if you can actually manage to abstain from gaming on those days you're not supposed to play, again it'll go into building your discipline and will go a long way into helping you create a healthy habit with it. The next thing, again, <laughs> do it. someone do a count of how many times I said discipline in this episode but I wish I... Like, I don't know, I wish years ago someone would put it into my head that the importance of discipline in being successful in everything you do. It really is the most important skill you can learn. And so I'm going to keep talking about it for the rest of my life <laughs> until people decide to listen. So you have one of the things you have to do is all of your work and responsibilities, you have to get them out of the way before you can game. Use it as a reward instead of a distraction. And to make that easier, one thing I'd recommend you looking into is getting an, an accountability partner. Now, we might be launching something like this on Game Quitters soon, uh, where you can get accountability partners, but don't hold me to that, not yet, anyway. 
but perhaps it's a friend or a loved one. Just explain your situation, explain why it's such a problem for you, what you're trying to do, and get them to be strict. So if you're playing for too long or you're playing outside of your active hours, get them to force you to stop, regardless of what you respond to them and whatever else you say to them, get them to keep you away from gaming and if it's someone online, make sure you're checking in um, how you're doing, how you're progressing on other tasks and all that good stuff. Accountability partners can be huge and I've used them to great effect in the past. So it's something to definitely look into. Now I touched on it earlier and that is the idea of getting into other hobbies and activities when you quit gaming to fulfill certain needs. It's something you really can't stress the importance of enough. If you quit gaming and don't get any new hobbies, with almost 100% certainty, you're going to go back to gaming. Some people are the exception, but the majority of time, that's what's going to happen. On the other hand, if you quit gaming or try to moderate gaming, but a lot of your time is spent going to a comedy club with friends or go rock climbing and hiking and learning instruments and languages and being social and healthy and active and excelling in so many different areas, you'll be much less inclined to spend your week in gaming or your weekdays gaming if you're too busy having an amazing time in the rest of your life. You'll eventually get to the point where you've built a life yourself that's so good that the, any life that you could have in a video game just cannot compete. And you also have the added benefit of spending more time with friends, which is huge for that social connection need that we mentioned earlier. Because as gamers, we don't get a lot of social connection. Like Online doesn't count. We don't spend a lot of time meeting friends in the evenings or in the daytime for lunch or whatever else it is. And human beings are social creatures. We need to connect with people. Crucial to your to building the healthy habits, to have other people around and to just have real meaningful friendships. Now the last thing on the list is probably an unexpected one, but it's to practice mindfulness when you're playing video games. Don't have a live stream open on another monitor or listen to music or whatever it is. Fully immerse yourself in your game. Take attention to the sights and the sounds and the characters and the story and make an effort to become a part of it. Become engrossed in it and try to appreciate every detail. In the past, when I play video games, I would always have a live stream open, whether it was on my phone or another monitor, and it just leads to that hyper-stimulation we talked about earlier. As if gaming wasn't enough, suddenly you've got someone else playing another video game and <laughs> talking to you and people chatting that you're interacting with and all of that stuff. And it's just does crazy things to your brain that will make it so much more difficult when trying to moderate gaming. Like it will almost be a night and day difference. If you just use gaming as treat it, treat it, treat gaming as what you want it to be, which is a healthy hobby. Don't treat it as an activity for you to waste time and indulge in this thing that, is, that you're trying to stay away from. It's just not going to be conducive to building that healthy habit. And one last thing to add, try to stay active. 
<laughs> exercise regularly, maybe every day. Just you don't have to lift weights every day. Just a few times a week is good. But go for a walk, ride a bike, run, do something else you enjoy. Jump rope. I don't know. Take part in sports. Just stay active. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm sitting at home, not doing anything, bored out of my mind, that's when the cravings start to kick in. When I know I shouldn't be playing video games, and I know that I should be doing anything else except get out my phone and watch YouTube videos. And so the best thing you can do is change your environment, get outside, go walking, and clear your head. Even better if you can do it in nature, go hiking or take up hiking if you haven't already. But with that being said, that's the last thing on my list. The rest is up to you. Whether or not you moderate gaming as a healthy habit is entirely in your hands. There's nothing I can say or do to help you except for coaching you in person or being your accountability partner or whatever, which is pretty much impossible. But if you try to game in moderation and you lack the discipline and you lack the focus and you just give in after a week, you have to accept that it wasn't the game's fault. It wasn't the fact that you just aren't meant to play in moderation. It's more likely a problem with yourself that you have to address first. You have to tackle the underlying problems that exist within yourself before you can start to even think of making gaming a healthy habit, especially if you're someone that struggles with an addiction. If it's something you're going to try, gaming moderation, let me know. Send me an email. Again, it's james at gamequitters.com. Let me know if you're going to take part in it, and I'll give you as much advice as I can if you have any questions. Make sure to check out the description for all of the links and articles that I mentioned. And if you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and review and rate it and whatever else. Share it around to anyone who you think might enjoy it. It really helps us out a lot. So thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, peace. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Gaming the System, the number one podcast on gaming addiction brought to you by Game Quitters. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to share it around to family members, friends, or anyone you think could benefit, and don't forget to leave a review. It's super helpful. Check us out on social at Game Quitters Everywhere, and if gaming addiction is affecting your life, we recommend having a look at our guide on the website. It's gamequitters.com forward slash respawn if you're a gamer, and gamequitters.com forward slash reclaim if you're the parent or loved one of an addict. The important thing is not to lose hope, and remember, real life is always worth fighting for. See you in the next episode.